The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, Senior Minister of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thanks so much for being an intentional spirit. I want to honor that about each and every one of you, because if you didn't come from a place of intention, you wouldn't be listening to this show as well as participating in other ways of growth, expansion, learning, and more importantly, just an ultimate awakening. Today we have with us Reverend Kath De Palma. She is based out of Central Florida. She is a dynamic, intentional spirit. She is the author of the book, I Can Do This Thing Called Life, and so can you, with a huge, big exclamation mark on the end. Welcome, Kath. I'm so delighted to have you on our show today. Thank you, Temple. It is great to be here with you. I'm so excited. Well, we're excited to have you and so much of what you represent as well. I always uh, love it when I connect or see someone that's out in the field as a, as a leader that's modeling uh, the true abundant life, uh, which as we know equates to so more, much more than, you know, how many credit cards we have or, you know, how much we can use them, but more importantly, the way of life where we have this ultimate understanding with the universe of how to reflect spirit and you reflect spirit very well thank you for doing that thank you thank you so tell us a little bit about um how on your journey you became an intentional spirit i mean did you have a thunderbolt lightning uh did you you know get something in the mail that says kath you know you're you're a born leader let's go start being intentional how did it happen for you well it um it really happened um at at when i turned 30 i had um probably what looked like um a dream life on the outside um two kids you know big house and um you know, wonderful family, and my husband was a federal agent, so he was doing well, and everything looked like roses on the outside, and 
at that point, um, uh, he revealed some information uh, to me that just kind of, uh, I just blew a fuse and, and uh, everything, um, everything fell apart. Everything, what we were holding together and trying to make happen and going for the American dream um, in the traditional way, it, 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 it was built, our life was built on sand. There was no spiritual structure. And even though I was brought up with a lot of um, religion, I had rejected that uh, in my teens, and I had never really replaced it with, with anything. And so when things uh, fell apart, I needed totally to regroup and to find myself. Um, I was in therapy. I was, um, you know, searching. And when I, um, it, that was like a, you know, few-year process. And then when I moved with a guy to Atlanta, uh, I had an older cousin there who said, Kath, you've got to try this church. And so I did, and when I walked into the doors of the Atlanta Church of Religious Science at the time, now they're called Centers for Spiritual Living, I found home. I didn't know that such a place could exist. And this, you know, um, some of the, the things that I had been going through, the guilt that I had because I, um, I was in a, a custody battle and I didn't have the finances on my own to support my children. And I also had what mentally needed to, um, I mentally needed to recover myself. And so when I found this um, teaching, this new thought teaching, I saw that I could create for myself a whole new life. And there was hope again for me and I could, I could forgive myself for um, for being, uh, you know, for not making any of that other stuff work. And I could, you know, have a, a spiritual grounding. And so I, you know, just totally immersed myself in that, and it has become uh, a way of life. I, I, I jumped into classwork. I, I did everything that I could to immerse myself in, in the teaching and to learn how to create um, for myself anew. Now, now when you say um, that when you walked into a new thought center and you say, you know, that you resonated and, and you felt home, what, were, what would you say were some of the highlights and still continue to be some of the highlights of the conversation or the probing in your soul that felt natural and comfortable? Well, you know, first of all, I had never, I had thought some of the words that were spoken. Um, I, these words resonated with my soul. They mm-hmm. fed me and renewed me in, in a way that nothing else could. Nothing else could soothe my, my, you know, discomfort, my hurt, my pain, like those words of truth. And, and also, um, my teacher, um, Dr. Kennedy Schultz, was, uh, he was able to teach in a way that 
um, you could practically apply those principles in your own life. And so as, as I learned to do that, I was able to start implementing them in my own life and seeing immediate change. The other thing about that, that, that experience, that feeling home, was being with other people, so many other people that wanted the same thing, that were in the same place, that, that wanted something better than what the world was talking about, you know, as, as a whole. They wanted to better themselves. They wanted to learn how to live a different way from a spiritual so, place. So people that were definitely wanting to move from being a victim or people that are just told what to do uh, by various systems to being people that were actually wanting to be more uh, self-realized and self-actualizing people, to be more responsible, like a co-responsibility to how your life is turning out. And I asked that question because, it, you know, it was the similar experience for me in that same way, it's like um, there's nothing like the New Thought teaching. And those of you that are listening to us today, if you haven't had that experience, you can um, go to unity.org and find uh, many different communities. Or you can go to the Centers for Spiritual Living. And also, there's so many communities. You're welcome to go on unitycampus.org and listen to some of our messages because they're empowering messages because they... They teach you to move from being dependent to walking through life as an interdependent being. And um, it's so so freeing, isn't it, Kath? Oh, my gosh. You know, I, as I studied, I mean, I, I joke around because at the time um, when I started getting um, involved in, in this teaching, um, I... I uh, the other relation, the next relationship I was in, kind of fell away. So I was I was living by myself, and I joke around about, you know, Sunday morning and classwork were the big two big things on my calendar of of things to do and things that I would not miss for anything because they they were just so important um, in my life. And um, what else? <laughs> Uh, that's really but powerful. That, it, it, that's just, really powerful. You know, it just became something that I, I, I could not give up. And so as I studied and as I deepened and expanded in my thinking, and as I saw things happening in my life and literally changing before my eyes, I said, you know what, I, I, I couldn't stop myself from wanting to share that with other people because it was just such a gift that was given to me and I was, you know, and so I, want, I, I just wanted to share that. And that's really kind of why I, I, I never really had any big intention to, to be a minister, to be an author, for any of these things to happen. It, it really is just that I, I live this teaching uh, or these thoughts or this spiritual living. You know, it's, it's just such a part of me and it's such a part of my, my life. Um, and I just see what it does for me and I want to share it. It just, you know, it just feels so good and I I, I see others who are are searching for that same thing. So your book title is quite profound and and so reassuring uh, in today's times. I can do this thing called life and so can you. 
And so here you had been a, a minister and a leader of a, a thriving community uh, outside of the Orlando area. And so did you have a, a nudge or did someone come up to you and say, okay, now it's time for you to write a book? I mean, how how did that come about? Because the spoken word and the written word are are very different kind of mediums, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they, it's a whole different kind of thing, or at least I've found that in my experience because, you know, even though I'd been an orator for many, many years and coaching and teaching people how to do it, when it came time to getting these messages, now it's time to go on paper, my initial was, oh, I don't know if I can do that. You know, I don't think I can do that. I didn't pay attention to English class. I'm not sure where that comma goes. You know, I started talking myself out of it. How did you come into that? Well, you know, um, first of all, I, I knew that there was a book in me um, early on, I've always just been fascinated with books. You know, maybe things were so so much simpler, you know, when I was growing up, and that was the only way that I could have access to the world. Um, so in my 20s, I, I actually went down, uh, sat down to start writing my book, and nothing came out. And I realized that I had no experience. <laughs> so so I, I really had to live in order to... Um, you know, have something to write about, and so you know, at, through all of through the through the downfall, through the uh, the you know the coming alive again, through the you know the the teaching others, um, I, I started having experiences, and I got not only with myself, but I could see the the demonstrations that were happening for other people, and I thought, oh my gosh, this is just so rich. I I can't just you know, I just can't go through life with letting all of this stuff go. Um, I'd like to share this with some with with some others. You know, so that you know, it's it's kind of like if you've been through. I figure I, you know, the pain that I've been through, and and the you know my resurrection or you know whatever. Uh, you know, I, if I can help eliminate someone else having to go through everything that I went through, I would feel so good about, you know, sparing them some of that and to have, uh, be able to share uh, some new direction or some, some new way or to uplift someone or to inspire them to, you know, to work right where they are and, and change things in their life without having to go through a, you know, complete falling apart. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of what was driving me, and I'm, I'm not a big writer either. Um, I, I had plenty of help with that, but I thought, you know, the desire to share was, was the main drive, and that was what created the book. That's really awesome. I know that you have the, um, the medicine totem of an alligator, and what a very powerful totem uh, for you to have, and you've written about that on your website on cathepalma.com. Uh, talk to me about that experience. Well, you know, um, you mentioned the book uh, Temple, the title before, and you know, I that title came to me years before I even started writing. And so um, when I was looking for the 
the, the picture for the book, I know it's a very unusual picture, and I know some people don't even know what to say when they see it. Uh, they, they just look at me like I'm probably nuts. But I, um, I, I was looking for the, you know, wonderful pictures. I was thinking ocean. I was thinking, you know, mountains. Of course, I love nature. And my son had mentioned... My oldest son said, you know, what about the forest, Mom? And I was thinking, oh, forest pictures would be really cool. And then I said, you know what? I can't choose. I, I just can't pick. I'm going to just let it go. And Spirit is going to have to pick the cover. And so um, it just so happened that um, I don't know how many, how many months after I said that, um, my sister-in-law came in town and we were... Uh, we like to do some outings in nature, and we decided to go um, canoeing uh, on the Wakaiva River. And so we did, and we were we had just started out about 10 minutes on the river, and I looked ahead, and I thought, oh, my God, that is a huge alligator. And... Um, and she just started taking pictures, and I said, oh, I guess we're going to just go for this. We're just going to keep on going because I thought maybe we should do something. And uh, anyway, it was such a cool experience. Everybody was looking, you know, the alligator was looking at us. We were looking at it. It stayed on the log as we paddled by, uh, and um, I, I just knew that that was the picture. Um, the picture had been given to me. The experience had been given to me. It was something that was important. Uh, and so that's how, how we did that. And, you know, I love alligators. Having lived in uh, Florida now for, I don't know what it is, um, you know, almost 20 years. And, you know, they've been around. They're ancient creatures. They've been around for a long, long time, and they just keep surviving. And they just have their own quiet way of, um, you know, of survival. And, and I guess what that means to me is, is that we are, we are ancient beings. We are eternal beings. And, you know, there is a strength in us that we're not always um, sure about, that we don't even know about. And just that, that sense of survival is just innate in us. And that, you know, we do know how to do this thing called life. We were programmed, you know, to do it. And, you know, just moving into that consciousness. That's really so powerful. That makes sense. It totally does. And I want to talk a little bit more just briefly about that when we come back right after this short break. I'm Temple Hayes. I want to thank all of you out there for your continuous support of Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you so much because I see different postings that all of you do out there in social media of spreading the word about the show, The Intentional Spirit. We'll be right back after this break. Thank you. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous love offerings of listeners like you. If you feel spiritually fed by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now.
Hello, listeners. Did you know we've gone mobile? That's right. Your favorite Unity online radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity online radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit www.unity.fm and click on Mobile Listening. Oprah Winfrey says that Eric Butterworth's book, Discover the Power Within You, changed her perspective on life and religion. Maya Angelou quotes Emily Cady's Lessons in Truth as she recalls her own spiritual awakening. What do these books have in common? They are Unity Classics. Join Rev. Laura Beth Gilbreth, Minister of Unity Transformation, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic books. Each month, you'll be able to follow along and contribute your thoughts, questions, and ideas as we examine a different classic Unity book. From Charles and Myrtle Fillmore to Eric Butterworth, Emily Cady, and beyond, experience the foundational teachings of Unity. Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic books. Thursdays on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone. And I'm having just a wonderful time today with uh Reverend Kath De Palma, who is the author of the book, um, I Can Do This Thing Called Life, and So Can You. Um, before we went to break, we were talking about the cover of the book, which is um, the photo of an alligator. And Kath, one of the things I just wanted to highlight before we go into some other areas of your expertise is I just wanted to highlight, you know, because to me, uh, being shaman, uh, any animal, any creature, everyone that everything that we're attracted to for certain ways, they bring certain medicine. Have you actually gone on a website and read, you know, what the totem medicine is for an alligator? Um, yes, I have. Isn't it powerful? Because it just couldn't be more perfect for your book. Because you had made reference earlier of saying if you could support anybody and you know and how to heal or or being aware of themselves emotionally, um, those are almost pretty much your exact words. And that's one of the medicines that the alligator brings. Call upon these pre- uh, creatures when you're in a crunch emotionally or you are unclear about how to heal yourself. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, I'd like to add right. something to that, uh, Temple, is, is that that's one of my ways of, my, one of my spiritual practices is staying connected to, um, you know, different, I mean, we have so many um, animals in Florida at our disposal all the time uh, when we're out in nature or just uh, just being around, and so I use them as, um, you know, kind of like signs, um Things that help me stay connected when I start going into my um, my doing or my busy 
mode or, you know, my thoughts are in a place, it helps me to just kind of remember to stay in the present moment and to accept the message that they have for me. Like right now, there's a lot of hawks that are, you know, you know, making a lot of racket and, you know, mating and, and, and everything. And hawks mean clarity and focus. So whenever I hear a hawk or see one, you know, that's my reminder to, to stay focused, to, you know, think clearly. And, you know, um, so I, I use these as my touch points. And that's great. And those of you, that's awesome. I do that too. And those of you that are listening, you would be amazed if you would take the time to do that in your life. Like if you're walking along and you see a certain type of bird or um, you see a crawling creature, if you will take the time to Google it and look at it and say, you know, totem medicine for a hawk or totem medicine for uh, an animal or cougar, or whatever it may be, you would be amazed it's exactly, you know, what you need to be focusing on in your life at that particular time. So um, it's just a wonderful way of developing more of your intentional spirit and that wonderful practice. Well, Kath, um, one of the things that I that I see that you model so well, and I know that you support other individuals in your book, this thing called life, you know, of um, how you have mastered it, of doing this thing called life, and so can you. So I just want to highlight that correctly. Her book is I Can Do This Thing Called Life, and so can you. And it's Kath De Palma, D-E-P-A-L-M-A dot com. But one of the things that you have experienced that um, a number of us have had the good fortune of, of learning and growing in our life is this idea of relationship and how to have what one would call a healthy relationship versus one that's unhealthy. Uh, tell us some about the wisdom and some of the life experiences that you've had around um, having someone in your life to share with or people in your life to share with. Well, I, I think, you know, um, as we do some of the the work on ourselves, we start attracting naturally, you know, people who are healthier as well. And um, so, and as we continue to do that, that love and support just keeps, you know, keeps on coming. Um, and I, I, so I, I, I think that, um, like like for John, it was kind of like, um, with the book, um, I decided when I had some time, some space, some, uh, I remember my teacher saying, you know, sometimes you need some time in the desert before going from one relationship to another. And so I had, I, I decided I needed some time that I had just gone from one relationship to another. And it was a, a real gift that I had given myself to take uh, a couple years off of being in relationship and to really get to know myself again um, because I was, you know, in my early to mid-30s and I had, um, you know, I had, I still was involved with my children and, you know, you, you, you don't ever get the, you don't oftentimes get the chance to, to zero in on yourself or to take care of yourself or to even learn what you, what you're about from a new place, 
And, and so um, it was really great to have that time to heal some of the things that I would, if, if I wouldn't have healed them, I would have taken them and, attra- and, and they would have come with me into a new relationship. I would have had to deal with them with another person when I could clean that up on my own and get clear of some of those things. So that time was very, very important. And so when it came to me being ready, I realized that I was not good at picking, that I had not done such a good job. And so I decided that I was going to let God pick for me and let this person come to me instead of me trying to zero in on someone and go for them. I, I, I felt like, you know, I was, that just, it, it worked for what it was supposed to work for. It got me where I needed to go, but it was not where this new life was going. And so I, 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 I said, it's going to have to happen, you know, more naturally, more gracefully, more easily, and it's going to have to be God's pick. And so I continued to do my work, um, you know, my mental work about the kind of person that I would be like, you know, would like to be with, spend some significant time with, and I continued to work on myself. And so when John came into my life, it did happen very naturally, very easily. We were, um, you know, I, I, I said, you know, um, okay, I'm not going out. I have a gay running partner. I don't go to bars. I, I, you know, it's not going to be the pizza delivery man. Um, I have to, you know, open up the channels through which I could maybe meet someone. So I decided to take up tennis. I figured that would be a chance for me to, um, you know, to get some exercise, if nothing else. And that was the, the first door that I opened um, was the door that John came through. And so we would just be talking away, you know, talking away about stuff. And he was in a place where he was really open to trying um, this teaching on for himself as well. And so that's where we began. And and it was very exciting to not only have a new relationship, it was exciting to be able to talk about all of these things. So, you know, it does help to have someone who's speaking your language, who's working on themselves as well, who, you know, sees a, a bigger picture. You know, there's plenty of times, you know, even, even you know, still, you know, um, there's plenty of times where we get caught up in the everyday living stuff. So it's nice to have someone who, it, you know, who is thinking the same way that, that you do. And I don't mean that we share you know, every thought or we agree on everything, but the basic spirituality is the same. We believe in the same, the thought processes. We can help each other out. Um, so in friendships or any of, you know, any of our close relationships, we want to be with loving beings who respect us, who love us, who, are, who can support us to the best of their uh, ability. Um, who are ready to, you know, start each day fresh because, you know, not every day goes the way we want it to go. Um, so, you know, when we might have a, a disagreement or something, but for John, I'm grateful to him because every day, you know, he's, he's there. He shows up. He's ready to start anew. He doesn't carry things, you know, doesn't carry things over to the best of his ability. 
And so, you know, raising a a child together, you know, we've we've you know we we've had to work together on many things. And so, it's just um, it's wonderful having him in my life. And uh, for our my second uh, round, uh, we will be celebrating our twentieth anniversary in April. Congratulations. Absolutely. Congratulations. That's really, that's really awesome. If you're out there and you're, you're listening to this conversation, uh, let this encourage you. If you happen to be settling, um, and you're in a relationship and you're just making it okay, even though it doesn't make your heart sing, even though it requires you to play small, even though it requires you to to not listen to your in, intuitive being, um, allow people like myself and Kath to give you the courage to to be able to release um, what isn't the highest and best, uh, to open the door for both of you in relationship. Because if you're feeling it, then more than likely the other person, uh, your journey could be complete as well. So it is so significant, and I'm Kath. I'm I'm with you because I I've taken the plunge before too. When I was in an okay relationship, it was okay, you know. And yet I wanted amazing, you know. I wanted um, just what you described: uh, the ability to have someone that's on equal playing ground and that holds you in such regard. I used to say, wow, goodness, I've gotten as far as I have in my life with having uh, someone in my life that, you know, is, is more critical, you know, or whatever. And then, wow, where could I be now? And there's nothing like having someone that offers you that unwavering unwa- support or somebody that's not dysfunctional that is uh, taking your energy all the time. It's just so different, you know, to live in that space of just having mutual respect with both parties and is there areas in your book that you actually uh, highlight uh, these possibilities about love and ideas that people can can do because as you were saying earlier obviously you have to do the work so if I have someone in my life that is criticizing me or critical then obviously that's a part that had to be cleared up with me Um, and and so that could change but do you give some tools or uh, some of those things in reference to love and friendships and connections with people in your book? There, there are. There's a chapter dedicated to I can do this thing called love. Um, in the book, there's different chapters that are dedicated to the main areas of our life. So there is one specifically on on love. And uh, you know, I I think that you know e- even. Uh, if I might go even a little bit, st- uh, a little step further, you know, the most important thing relationship is the relationship that we have with ourselves. Yes. And as that continues to grow, as we continue to, you know, have a greater relationship with the universe, spirit, God, whatever you call it, um, as as that I, I think is the primary relationship, and everything else just comes together and falls into place when you have that. And um, so, you know, in, in the midst of everything, I would have to say that, that that is still the most important thing to me, is my relationship with myself, my highest self, you know, the God of all creation, spirit. 
And it's so significant. I mean, even in scripture, it says to love your neighbor as yourself. And it's actually telling us that that's the way it is in our neighborhood, isn't it? Is how we treat ourselves. It's how we focus upon our own lives. And, you know, even in the practice of forgiveness, when I say, you know, I forgive so-and-so because of what has happened, I always finish that by saying, I forgive, let's say Mary, because of how I allowed her to hurt me. And I, I always add that in because um, it's, it was an allowance on my part, you know, that, that brought that forth. I mean, I allowed it to happen. I played a part in it. And that's what I love so much about the New Thought teachings is the responsibility part, you know, moving beyond the claiming, the blaming to the claiming so that it can transform us. That's so right and and so profound because that's what we mirror back, isn't it? Oh, yes, definitely. And, and, you know, if if I might add to that, you know, we... You know, we typically, you know, react to, um, we typically react to what is going on. And, and you, you um, made me think of this um, when you were talking about kind of the victim consciousness and taking responsibility. Typically what our reaction to life is is that we react. Um, something happens and we, we have an opinion or it affects us in some way and we either get upset or we whatever it is, we give all of our attention to the reaction or to what is going on or to judgment about that. And the way life works, the, 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 the law then of the universe, the way it works is, is it just then creates more of the same because it, it creates what we are, our attention is focused on and what we are immersed in emotionally. And so it creates more of the same. And that's what the typical life experience is. And the new thought experience is that we, 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 we don't, we, yes, we see that there are some facts taking place or some conditions happening, but we go to an, a new thought about what we would like to see or to a higher thought about the thing that we're seeing. So we're not, we're reacting, but we're, we're reacting in a positive way by thinking from a more loving place, thinking from a higher level place, thinking from a place of truth, and then we're creating something actually new. The law will take that focus and create something new where the, where the old was before. Oh, so, so it's 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 a different it's a different thing and it's, it's it's different than just reacting or becoming a victim it is taking responsibility for the way that we see the world it is taking responsibility for making a difference and for you know bringing our best love and attention to everything that is going on and everyone ourselves you know on and on Oh, that's so powerful. I want to remind everyone the website of, of Reverend Kath De Palma is Kath De Palma, C-A-T-H-D-E-P-A-L-M-A dot 
www.templehayes.com. I would encourage you to go to my website at templehayes.org, also unitycampus.org, and we do live streaming and our services are all over the country and other countries. It would be our pleasure to have you visit our community. Thank you again for participating on Unity Online Radio. We'll be right following this short break. Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word. My affirmation of faith is, I release and I let go. I release my desire to control people or situations. I let go of fear, worry, and doubt. I trust in divine power, which is infinitely capable of establishing right outcomes. I align myself with this power through prayer and meditation. Opening my mind and heart to the wisdom of the universe, I recall the promise, I am with you always to the end of the age. With this assurance, I find the strength to let go of anything holding me back. Letting go and letting God is a choice. It empowers me to move forward with ease and confidence. It provides me peace of mind and the assurance of divine order. As I let go and let God, I open the door to infinite possibilities. Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word digital magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being. With your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And thank you everyone for for participating today with me and Kat the Palma. And we are talking about her book, I Can Do This Thing Called Life, and So Can You. Kath, we were talking uh, before we went to break about, you know, the chapter on love. Um, What are some of the other chapters there to give some of our new potential readers a a way of seeing into the book so they'll, they'll know how important it is to have it? Well, the one that I start off with, um, in the, in the individual sections is, um, I can do this thing called health. And, you know, I think it's important for us to, um, you know, we have these bodies and they, 
they it, it seems like we're just so much about the body living in the body that sometimes we forget that we are not the body that we are still something more that we are you know eternal spiritual beings so if that that's important for us to know because when it comes to healing we if we stay focused on the fact that we are a spiritual being first and foremost it is easier for us to have a healing in the body, these bodies are intelligence. They, 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 they listen to what we say. We can we can speak to them. I mean, we can. They they listen. They hear. Um, an example of that is, um, uh, I had to uh, before I went to Africa about I guess three or four years ago. I had to have a lot of shots you know, for, um, to be able to travel. And this was my first time really, you know, traveling somewhere where I I needed, you know, to have a lot of things done at once. And so, you know, I talked to my body because I was concerned about having all of this, this, um, medicine, all of this stuff, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a purist and I, 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 I was, concerned about having all of these injections and pretty much most of them were given all at once. And so, of course, it was a fear thing for me. You know, I've never been, I used to faint when I would get shots in grade school and stuff. You know, I just really didn't really like that, you know. And um, we could have been anyway, together. so I had to talk with my body before I went into the, um, the office where they, you know, they give all these um, shots out, and I just said, you know, um, this is just something we have to do. You know, if we want to go to Africa, we got, we can't just we can't get out of this. We got we got to do this. So I'm going to do everything I can to support you and to um, you know beef up you know my um, you know my vitamins and eat eat well. And I'm going to do everything I can to take care of you. But this is something that we have to go through, and you can eliminate anything you don't think we need. Mm-hmm. And I went in there, and I had this angel of a um, of a doctor. Uh, she just made it so easy. I I was able to receive all of these shots with no problems and no after effects, and I was able to go to Africa. So um, you know, the these bodies do listen to us. They respond to our love and care. We are still something more than these bodies. So that that's. Uh, one of the chapters. There's um, another chapter on work, um, and uh, there's another chapter on um, uh, wealth, and there's also another chapter on I can do this thing called death. Now I know that sounds a little bit gory for my book, but you know I have um, done so much end of life work with people in my um, position as a minister, and I've had some amazing, uh, amazing stories there, too, and I felt like I really wanted to include that in the book to help people to see what a uh, amazing and incredible experience this can be if we, if we look at it from a sacred and beautiful uh, place, a loving place, and we can help others to move through that, you know, with grace and ease, and really make it um, just a joyful, a joyful exit. And uh, 
So I, I wanted to spend time there, too, and I, I, I did. Well, and in your line of work, I mean, you actually have a lot of experience with that, too, you know, and, and I feel that that's one of the um, good fortunes that we experience in being spiritual leaders of communities is because we get to experience a lot of people in the 11th hour. And I, I truly agree with the hospice um, knowledge that people tend to die the way they have lived. You know, people that live going with the flow, they die in the flow as well. People that resist life, they resist the, those last chapters of, of their life as well. Don't you find that to be true? Oh, def- definitely, definitely. And, um, you know, for speaking, I, I guess, for my uh, about my own mother and being able to, you know, firsthand kind of go through that experience, um, you know, she she had a belief that she had to suffer uh, mm-hmm. as a part mm-hmm. of her religion, that that was a part of a purging at the end, and she, she suffered greatly, and it was very uh, difficult for, you know, for, for those of us around her, her family, to see her. And, but that was the way, that was, she was a very loving, religious, and, you know, spiritual being, um, but those were her beliefs. And that is the way that she went. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, one, this, this is a kind of a cute story. You know, I was separated from, she was in um, South Carolina, Columbia at the time. And I, I wasn't sure when she was going to go. And I really wanted to be with her when she was, when, when she went and, so I, I just said, okay, God, you, please let me know um, when that time is. And um, it's interesting because I, I got the exact words from my brother um, the day that she said, uh, I'm ready to go. And I said, okay, when she says she's ready, she's ready. And that day, not to um, – so I wouldn't miss it um, – we had put in a new alarm system in our house. Uh, the old one just, you know, just, we don't even use it, but we still had to replace it for some reason. And that fails me now. Uh, anyway, we, this alarm just went off and it would not stop. And so I finally got that shut down as I'm packing. My son and I are packing because John's on the other coast at a conference. And, um, then in the middle of the night, you know, my son says, can, he's little, and he says, can, can mom, can I sleep with you? And, and in the middle of the night, this owl starts hooting outside my window. And, and I said, okay, I got it. And we said, we're up. It was like four in the morning. I said, okay, we're going. And we got in the car and we started driving. It, it was not, I was not going to miss anything. And I still had days with her, but it's just the, you know, we live, I tell that story because we live in, in the, in just such an awesome world. And if we live from a place of connection, um, we get more and more of the gifts that are here for us every single day, every moment. And I just, I just want to invite, you know, everyone to, um, to experience this, the beauty and magnificence of this life, you know, and to have fun with it and to, you know, be as lighthearted and loving and kind with yourself as possible 
um, you know, it's kind of, it's even kind of like a lab, isn't it, Temple? I mean, it's, it's a grand experiment that we're all, you know, we're all living, um, we're all working, co-creating with the infinite and, 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 and getting a closer relationship and learning how to do this more, learning how to play, learning how to master it. That's so true, and it's just, it really, I feel, it, it, it starts with such a decision about being so grateful that you have life in the first place. You know, it's just, life is so incredible. And back to the frame of reference of, of you and I sitting with so many families through the year that have lost loved ones or uh, on any given moment, so many days, you know, I'm hearing about someone that is at the hospital or going through something. And, and you know, it's very interesting because at, at the last phases of life, about all the things that really matter, when you get right down to it, that ought to be the formula we use every day. And we've heard it time and time again, but it's so significant when we, when we practice it. That's why I just love the title of your book, I Can Do This Thing Called Life. And, you know, so can you because uh, this life, it is an experience. And, and when we hold that uh, premise and that belief that the best is yet to come, not the worst is behind me or, you know, or not, oh my gosh, uh, you know, I have, I have the dread vibe of intentionality, but the look forward to of what mystery is going to be right around the corner. It's, it is interesting because that is the cause that we're putting into the universe and that's what we get back. It's a really powerful thing, um, in that way and in that, in that reality. So, I'm looking forward to uh, knowing that more people out in the world are going to be getting your book. And are you then going to continue on the speaking circuit, or what are your plans with that, Kath? Well, I, I have already started. I, I um, just did a workshop a couple weeks ago um, at um, the Unity, the Christchurch Unity um, in Orlando, and um, I uh, have been getting some beginning to get some some invitations i'm i'm i still have a 15 year old at home that i i want to enjoy as much as possible because i i see clearly that you know we have only three more years with him and he's already uh you know gone 12 hours of the day um so i want to enjoy every minute with him as much as possible but i i do um i am going to begin um getting out more and 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 speaking and and doing some things, and I also I feel like this is really just the beginning of my writing. This is just really kind of part one, uh, and I'm I'm kind of called to um, continue. So uh, um, that's that's my new direction, and and also I, I do work on um, since I went to Africa with Outreach International, I um, I help um, centers and churches and organizations have food packaging events. Uh, so that they can um, either support their local area or um, send um, food to uh, Africa. And uh, that, I believe, is also a um, not just about giving to others food. I, I feel like it's uh, a spiritual experience that helps to feed us as we learn to give uh, more of ourselves. 
Oh, that is so true. Well, what a pleasure to have you on our show today. Kath De Palma, you can go to her website, uh, Kath, C-A-T-H-D-E-P-A-L-M-A dot com, and you can order her book from there and also contact her. I'm Temple Hayes. It's been a pleasure to have all of you in consciousness joining us today for this wonderful experience that we do call life. Bless you, everyone, on this tremendous journey. And, Kath, very much success to you. As Thank life you. Thank you so much, forward. Temple, for all you do and Absolutely. for having me. Many, many blessings. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment from Reverend Joan Gattuso and Unity Magazine is brought to you by Unity. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. 
Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.